Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Untrained Eye, the only show that's mobile and on the go. That's right. Most podcasts, you need to... You need to order a laser disc and then put it in your laser disc player, and then you gotta watch it at your house, and it's cumbersome. And you're like, "Who even sells laser disc players anymore?" But not us. We're on the internet. I don't believe that's true. No, we're definitely on the internet. Oh, we're on the internet for sure. There's other shows that are like, "Who's on a laser disc?" Ah, uh, I think the I don't remember the. Did exact... we see some laser discs the other day at Walmart, or were you just joking around? I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was records. They had records for sale. They had giant. They had records at Walmart, and I didn't expect to see them there. And I was like, "Oh, they're laser discs." Records are making a comeback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> vinyl, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's something you can hold, and it's cool. Listen, in retro, the I, it is retro, but I also think the physical physical thing is just. Listen, digital is better. Like, I can hold a million movies on my phone or tablet or whatever, and 10,000 songs. Uh, I don't know why I would hold less songs than movies, but... Uh, yeah. You wouldn't, There's no- <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing like holding. Like, nobody wants... That's why I th- feel like that's everybody. why everyone is, like, uh, falling all over themselves for, like, all the Funko Pops or whatever, including us. Uh, because it's just, a, like... It's nothing. It's stupid. Most of us just leave them in the boxes. And even if you take them out, what are you going to do with them? Play with them? No. You're just going to look at them. But we like having a thing rather than just, oh, I could have a picture of Alf or I could get a Funko Pop of that cat-eating alien. Do they have an Alf one? I don't know. But if If they they do, do, I'll I'll order it right after (laughs) the show's over. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you want to listen to other shows that are on, like, laser discs or cassette tapes or VHSs, I mean, that's up to you. But if you live in 2020 and you have a smartphone, listen to The Untrained Eye. I mean, we are the featured podcast this week on the Civilized Creatures Podcast Network, starring other shows such as Married AF, Drinks with Larry, what's- Who's in Your Hometown? <laughs> nope. What's in Your Hometown? <laughs> Picks and Bones. And John Domingo. And John Domingo as himself. <laughs> or John Buchanan. You have to ask him what Domingo means. It doesn't matter. It rolls off the tongue so nice. It means something to me because I don't know what it means. <laughs> and uh, Throwing Smoke will return as a Civilized Creatures uh, exclusive podcast. And it's going to have its own. Civilized creatures themselves, our, ourselves, I guess, will have a dedicated feed, I guess, that's just for, you know, network shows. So, Podcast of the Roundtable and Throwing Smoke right now, and we have some other stuff in the works for later, so keep an eye out. Um, I don't think I'll be able to have a link in the description for that feed this week, but good news, I'm going to remind you about it from here until infinity. Okay. And beyond. <laughs> and beyond. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, since we're the featured podcast this week, uh, and you're already here, thank you. Hello again, probably. How's it going? Here's a hug for you. Hey, how's it going? Creepy. That was as I hugged you, I whispered that in your ear. Yeah. And also, while I'm there, wait. Creepy. Tell a friend, please, for the love of God. 
Don't tell anyone about us. All right, stop whispering. <laughs> that. Hate it. I just kissed your ear. Uh. Hate it. <laughs> that deserves three snaps and a thumbs down. No. <laughs> I think it deserves two snaps and a butt slap. Yeah, well, <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> so what... Uh, how are things up in your hood, Beth? Oh, well, in my hood, things aren't so great. Oh, no? <laughs> so, like, I've been going to this hairdresser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, how long have we been together? Like, 16 years? Yeah, I think now, so, let's say yeah. probably one year less than that. I've been going <laughs> to this hairdresser. And, like, where we used to live, it was, like, in our neighborhood. But when we moved, um, like down south like 30 minutes away from there and then i would go there less because it wasn't as close so i'm probably i don't know maybe a couple months overdue for a haircut <laughs> <laughs> so i was in town and i was like i'm just gonna stop by and um just either get a haircut or make an appointment guess what shop gone <laughs> folks are missing <laughs> Yeah, there's like what a restaurant like moving yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> like like it was under construction for something else. So I was like, oh no, because <laughs> like I, like it seems trivial to like have trust in someone regarding cutting your hair because it just grows back. So what's the big deal? But <laughs> like it took me forever to find someone who knew what to do with my biracial hair that wasn't like. Let's do everything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've never cut hair like this. Let me try this real quick. Snip. It, oh, no. Yeah, I didn't know that your hair was going to spring back because it's, <laughs> it's shorter when it's curlier because it's like curled up. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm on the hunt now for a new person and I am terrified. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, it was very upsetting. I was like, why? <laughs> and. So I like went on the internet and I was like searching and I um to see if maybe they moved or like what happened. And uh, <laughs> like I found them on Facebook or whatever and I think they moved to California. <laughs> so <laughs> I won't be making an appointment anytime huh. soon. So guys the the show is going on a small hiatus as we pack our things and move, <laughs> move west. to California. <laughs> yeah. We're heading west, we're panning for gold. Uh, <laughs> but think of that. Like, I've been in a relationship with my hairdresser for one year less than I've been with you. <laughs> I'm distraught. <laughs> and she freaking totally ghosted me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, uh, yeah. Well, what is she going to say? Hey, don't come back. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's my fault because, like, we didn't have personal contact info or whatever. So I'm sure she would have told me. Um, but I just, she was there so long. I just always assumed she would be there until she retired. <laughs> Not so much. Maybe she did retire. Maybe that, that could be true, but. 15 years of, uh. Owning your own shop. And I'm sure she, they were there for years before that, so. I don't think so. Well, maybe. Maybe just a couple years, though. Man, that's almost 20 years of, uh, cutting I don't know how much, I mean, I know for, dude, I'm telling you, if I could, if I could stand to be around random women that would possibly yell at me all day long, I would cut hair and do women's hair. Dude, you guys get so raked over the coals, 
They're just like, hey, man, for you, DJ, you, your hair, 12 bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, uh, we're just, just going to square up the neck back there a little bit. We're going <laughs> to give you a little two, two oh three on the bottom, a, what, a six on the top. Yeah. You're faded up. High five. Thanks for the tip. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Whereas women, they're like, $500. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's to walk that's in the, the door. That's the consultation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, and that's the thing, too. <laughs> she had great rates. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, my last lady did it for this much, so I'm looking to get something. Yeah, like, what happened to your last lady? She uh, died. <laughs> Tragically. Well, so did that price. <laughs> uh, it was coronavirus. Uh, you should have seen it. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. I'm very sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, I mean, I'm happy for them if they are happy wherever they landed, but I wish they were still here. <laughs> I feel like I've been broken up with. <laughs> uh, that's okay. I've been spending this last week uh, in a fog. Like, today is the first day in, I would say, six or seven days that I haven't been on antihistamines and crazy anti-pollen medication and i still like it's just been one big fog like my muscles have been achy or maybe not even my muscles like my bones like i hate why i all i can all i've been able to think of all week is that my body doesn't know how to exist in the world yeah. <laughs> like yeah. if we all i keep thinking of is if i had lived in a slightly different time they would just take me out to the forest to be like, oh, man, I know you're feeling really bad and your eyes are swollen shut, but we got to go hunt these whatever so we can eat tonight. And they would just leave me out there to die. <laughs> like, he just keeps sneezing. He won't stop. He's the cursed. bears will get him. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to kill him and then burn his liver and eat it so we don't get it. <laughs> yeah, a witch cursed him to not be able to see for whatever, three months out of the year. Isn't that what they thought, like, with consumption, that was some kind of curse? Dude, everything or, seems like a curse. If you look at any kind of is. sickness or any kind of, uh, I don't know, like, imagine... Uh, any longtime listeners of the show will know that I had gout at one time. There is definitely a time not too long ago where if I got gout suddenly, the last person that slighted me, I could call them a witch and they'd probably get killed. Witchcraft! <laughs> like, you can't do this to a man! And they would be like, well, she can't. We gotta kill her. <laughs> I think she moved to California. Go get her. <laughs> Look at my hair. <laughs> Witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm allergic to the planet Earth, and I've been dealing with that, and I'm not looking forward to going back outside tomorrow. It's Sunday, <laughs> the day we're recording. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm I'm glad that... And by the way, I don't know if anyone else suffers also from seasonal allergies, but the thing that trips me out every year now is that it, this is a new development. Like, this was not something that has been since I was a child. As a, an adult, I would say over the past, like, six years is, has when, is when it started to develop, which is pretty cool that I'm already getting weaker as I get older. What is to happen 
if I even make it to my 70s. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe you'll outgrow it. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll outgrow it. You know what? Maybe I've outgrown my uh, my penicillin allergy, and I'll just uh, take a fistful of that and see what happens. I mean, maybe. You want to try? Maybe my throat will not close up, and I'll die immediately. I mean, we could try it, like, in a hospital parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say in a hospital setting, in a hospital parking lot. Because I don't want to bill if you don't have a reaction. <laughs> we're just going to go in that little roundabout right at the beginning of it. You're going to take that fistful, and we're just going to idle through. Yeah, I mean, I will drive the car right through the front doors if needed. Everybody, I just need a minute. Yeah, like the freaking where we live, it's like old town. <laughs> the actual old town road. God, dude, we live on the old town road. <laughs> we do. It's all old people here. And like one time, uh, I took my mom. I think it was me and my mom. I don't know. I don't remember the whole story. But uh, somebody came in on a stretcher at the hospital <laughs> here in town, and they were bleeding. And some old person was like, "I was here first. <laughs> ah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting. <laughs> we're like, hey man, some witch flared up my gout again, and I need you to fix this now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't wait. <laughs> that's the witch right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's bleeding. Thank God. <laughs> now take her blood and pour it on my foot. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. It's freaking cutthroat. <laughs> like, hey, listen, you old bastard! You're freaking. You're a mo- you're a stone's throw from death. Let the person bleeding. Have yeah, a I just don't get it. <laughs> like, I don't care if he dies. I was here first. <laughs> By the way, I would totally do that. I would totally do that. I'd be like, hey, man, I know this is like an emergency room, but I signed in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This guy wanted to go in now. Should have called ahead. Yeah. DJ table for one. (laughs) We only have one room left. Thank you. I'll take it. (laughs) Why are we even talking about this? Ouch. Ouch, I said. (laughs) But, like, how long do your uh, allergies usually last? Forever, it seems like. You know know what allergies are like? I've been saying, I've said this to you a couple times, and now I'll say it to the masses. Having allergies is like being sick with none of the sympathy. Because it's just, you look terrible, you sound terrible, your nose becomes a faucet, your throat feels swollen, your eyes are, like, just slits. I'm like, like, oh, are you itchy. tired? Be like, no, I'm not. Are you high? Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm high on that sweet, sweet Benadryl or Walt, Walkatin. What is it? I don't know. Walflu. Whatever is not the Claritin I try, I went to buy. I was like, oh, I'll buy Claritin. $40. Holy snikes. And I was like, okay, well, Walkratin or whatever it's called. <laughs> That's the <laughs> Walgreens version. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll take your dirt med- your dirt antihistamines. You need to look at Equate, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Because I think even the Walgreens brand was like $30, $27 or $30, something like that. Yeah, like it's crazy. Because sometimes I will take like sleeping pills or whatever so I can sleep through the night because I can't most of the time. <laughs> but on the weekend, sometimes I'll take it because then I can just sleep until I wake up. 
And uh, like they have like the ZZZ quill or whatever, <laughs> and it's like twenty five dollars or like I don't know twenty four or twelve or something like that. And then they have the wall greens version <laughs> that's like twelve dollars. Equate one fifty. One fifty. One fifty. Same wow. ingredients. <laughs> that's mostly sawdust. You know that, right? Yeah, but <laughs> helps me sleep. Don't care. <laughs> Sawdust soaked in asbestos. I'll They're like, it. that'll put you right to sleep. Well, you saw them logs, son. <laughs> I don't even care. Hey, man. We can afford one step above equate. Okay? But why? <laughs> like, I looked at the ingredients. They're the exact same. Because they... one of us has to survive, Beth, and we can't both die before we're 40. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's some inflation going on there. <laughs> What do you mean? With ZZZ oil. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You got to get the Walmart or the Walgreens brand or the CVS brand. No, I'm going to stick with Equate because <laughs> I'm cheap as hell. <laughs> what does CVS stand for, you think? Customers valued seriously. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, who cares? Because I didn't realize that the V is like a heart. <laughs> like on the sign or whatever, isn't it shaped in like a heart? Beth, that is a level of paying attention that I am not about. I'm going to Google it. Really I know quick. that CVS exists, and I know that it is the lesser of the two stores that are like that. What would you call a Walgreens or a CVS? Not a convenience a store. Would you call it a pharmacy? Kind of, I guess. I'd call it a five and down. It's a drug store. That's a drug store. There you go. Yeah, CVS is clearly the lesser of the two. And now that Eckerd was Eckerd's national or was that just in Florida? I wonder. I don't know. Eckerd's was great. Then Walgreens, then CVS. Oh, maybe it's not the V, but there is a heart somewhere on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Right in the chest. Mm-hmm. Chest ventricles services. Yeah, that's what it means. Is there an S spec? Nope. What is the chest ventricle skeleton what is a good s is there an s organ cervix nope that's, that's a, a c, c. <laughs> uh consumer value stores boo what, what a terrible that's like when i found out geico was like what is it government something Employees, yeah insurance company mm-hmm. <laughs> boo get a better name loser <laughs> or yeah get a better deal <laughs> Yeah, go to Progressive where, I don't know, you can pay forever and never use it. Yeah. Because you're a good driver. Good luck. This episode brought to you by Progressive Insurance. (laughs) (laughs) Don't buy it. That's it. Don't buy it until they start paying us. (laughs) Yeah. We'll let you know. (laughs) Use promo code uh, TOOTS. Gross. Um, so I read today that like there was like 14 people coming from Japan that have the coronavirus. Bro, Japan is getting wild all over the place. You tell me about that, and I'll tell you about how Japan was like, guys, we heard your story that you talked about, about some kind of uh, computer skin, and we thought to ourselves... Computer skin? What if we... Remember we we read a story like a couple months ago about synthetic skin... Go ahead and tell me about your 14 coronavirus people. I I think it was 14, but 
Like, I guess the CDC and the government got into an argument over it, and the government was like, the Kill citizens. Them. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they were like, bring them back. And the CDC was like, not a good idea. <laughs> they are like, we'll just uh, quarantine them off from the rest of the passengers that are coming on that plane. Uh, you the know, the, the ones that are going to be out interacting with regular citizens once they land. <laughs> and do, do, would you need a special plane for that? It's not like they take the air that's in the plane and shoot it out. No. It just gets recycled the they whole time. They just probably put up some like Dexter style <laughs> plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Partition. <laughs> so yeah, they. I don't know if they already came back, but they're they were on their way. <laughs> so we're definitely gonna kill ourselves. Pretty much is yeah. what's happening with the coronavirus. We're like, we're just gonna make sure that this thing spreads far and wide. Bring them back. <laughs> bring them out. Bring them out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, we're like taking planes down all the time that are like they accidentally get shot out of the sky. Like, how about we shoot down some coronavirus planes? Sorry, man. Can't come back. I read, too, that... I, I didn't save the story, but I read, too, that there were some people that ended up back in America that were like, oh, my God, the coronavirus. I totally have that. Whoops. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> you can't believe it. You mean I was supposed to stay where I was at? Oh, man. <laughs> I but coughed. I don't want to. Yeah. I already have it. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting next to an infant, and I coughed right into its mouth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're so cute. <laughs> um yeah so moving on so i read this story about this car that uh like it was one of the teslas wait may i tell you about my oh, skin oh yeah, yeah tell us all about this skin so scientists in japan unveil robot that can feel pain <laughs> Why? <laughs> because we can't. We just don't have enough problems. We have to create more future problems for ourselves. We're like uh, destroying the environment. Not enough. Reelecting Donald Trump. Not enough. We need to make robots that can definitely feel pain. We need to. We need them to know that when we shake our fists at them, they should know what that means. That means you do what we say, or you get the hose again. That's terrible. <laughs> like, why would they go with pain and not, like, pleasure, I guess? Why would you go with any of it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want robots. Well, how do they feel? So, again, it has something to do with uh, that. I, I don't know if it's the skin that we talked about, but it says a team from Oka, Oshaka, Osaka University in Japan have invented a robot program to wince when an electric charge is applied to its skin, hoping that coating pain sensors into machines will help them develop empathy to human suffering. Boy, oh boy, can I tell you, no. Because when humans get robots, what was it? There was a... No, it just won't. There's uh, for for if there's a hundred people that won't punch that robot repeatedly until it starts crying, there's one that will. But does it actually <laughs> feel pain, or it's just like a thing that it does? Like, what is it? The dog with the bell. It's like, oh, I hear the bell. It's time to eat. Pavlov's dog. <laughs> yeah. It's uh yeah, just like a call and response. It's not like an actual. So we don't. It doesn't I really feel. I well. It's just like oh. I so, should do this motion now because le this thing is happening. Lead researcher, pro professor, Jap Japanese name, who is also president of the Robotics Society of Japan, said... Wait, it's very important. What's that Japanese name? Minoru Asada. 
In Japan, we believe uh, all inanimate objects have a soul, so a metal robot is no different from a human in that respect. There are less boundaries between humans and objects. Asked if the future depicted in Blade Runner, which is loosely based on the Philip K. Dick's novel, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, is possible. I think we are... The guy said about that, I think we are not far away from that technically, but obviously ethically, it's another matter. Yeah, for real? Duh. You can't, no. Listen, I get the idea of uh, saying that everything has some kind of a, I don't know, flowers can feel pain. But hey, how about (laughs) we figure out a way to let them express that? Be like, hey, this is what pain feels like to me. And why do we need to teach robots to be like us? Empathetic? Yeah, to humans. Well, because if they become, this is like the, you know, robot overlord future where they have taken over and we're like, Skynet. Please don't make us batteries. We don't want to fuel your future. We want to have our own. Well, but it seems like they're making more of a Skynet future where we are like, please don't hurt us. You know what pain feels like. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's so dumb. Like, it's so dumb. Why do we do this? And of course, why would we put, why would we assume that uh, everything feels pain in the same context that we do? Like, why would why would metal uh, understand pain the same way bones do or flesh does? Or an insect does, or a bird. Like it's, it's just dumb. Like, yes, it hurts if a person gets punched in the face. But is it the same thing if a bear gets punched in the face? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) By another bear or another person? That's what I'm saying. Like I'm gonna say no. Think of all the predators that can feel pain. They don't have benevolence toward the things they eat. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. And I'm sure, like, even if they're not, like, at top, like, adrenaline, they're still running on that. Because it's, like, kill or be killed. A bear at its most super chill, you could not walk up to and be like, sup, man, slap right in its bear mouth. <laughs> like, I saw this little video today about bears and, like, how they hibernate in their, like, bodies. Like, when they're, like, sleeping, their bodies, like, dissolve the, like, eat the fat in their mm-hmm. body, but also it, like, starts eating their muscles for protein, but, like, the poop in their, <laughs> like, their poop or whatever, like, refuels their muscles. So, when they wake up, they're stronger than ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why aren't we working on that kind of DNA to get into people? You sleep, and it's like a workout every night. You just yeah, wake it up. It like trims the fat because you're like d- uh, digesting it. And then Bro, when you wake up, you're like trim. How are we not working on this? That would kill the two biggest birds with one stone. All you have to do is pee now. There's no use for your butt anymore because your poop just fuels your muscles. You never <laughs> have to poop again. To- I- that's the thing. That's yeah. the hybrid we should all be. We're all worried about uh, monkey man hybrids. We need to start with the bear man hybrids. Yeah. <laughs> man bear, because, you know, we're the top. Uh, <laughs> bear man, no. Man bear, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could do a real good bear growl. <laughs> I can. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Rar. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a lion. <laughs> Rar. Rar. <laughs> Growl. <laughs> Indeed. 
but yeah, stop. Japan, I know you're listening. Clearly, you heard about our synthetic skin story. Stop it. Stop making robots that can feel. Because <laughs> they can't really feel anyway. Not in the way that we can. <laughs> it's just different. Give them the power to express. If you can give... Because ba- what... What would you call AI? Like if they, okay, let's just say that like some I would call it artificial intelligence. <laughs> Continue. <Is that> all? <laughs> now Beth, what would you call an ET? Extraterrestrial. Hmm. I'm out here. Interesting. <laughs> No, but what I was going to say is, like, when you see, like, an android or whatever, like, think of, like, a movie android. Think of Data from Star Trek, The Next Generation. What is, what is that supposed to be representing an expression of? Because if you think about it, is that just, like, is an android or artificial intelligence or whatever supposed to be the expression of electricity like what is actually what are we trying to say if if we're saying that uh you know oh we have to make all these robots or these, these ais feel pain and understand how to be empathetic to people like we're saying that they're not conscious but they need to understand so that's the best i can come up with is that they're supposed to be what electricity would be if it could I don't know, look like us or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems like they're supposed to be like, I don't know. Like, it seems like they're taking their emotions out. Like, by making an android, like, you're taking the emotions out of a person or whatever and, like, building something that would be, like, high-functioning. But, like, um, I can't think of what the word is for it. Like, where they don't, like, they think of the whole picture rather than just like something that's emotional to you (laughs) no i well but what i'm saying is yes i agree but i think that is what we make them do or at least what we imagine that they will do right but what i'm saying is is like how humans exist like if we wanted to have a kid we wouldn't have to go to radio shack and get all the parts and try and solder them all together right and what i'm saying is is like we make these things that look human but they are they don't they would not exist had we not created them so technically we're there are children but they have no souls but they're not people they're 100 percent. by the way even if they had consciousness still not people just because you have consciousness does not make you one of us. Yeah. And that'll well, be Ian, the next think... big race war. That'll finally end racism <laughs> all over the world. We will all join together. We'll lock arms and be like, no, no to our robot oppressors. They're different than us. And we as humans have one thing in common throughout the ages. We don't like things that are different. Get them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and even in Data's case, like, it seemed like that made him sad because he didn't, he wasn't a human. Yeah, like, that was, but that's what's crazy, is that was his goal. And why, though? Is that because he was programmed to what we wanted it to be? Or is that what, whatever it is that he actually was, wanted to be? I don't know. I don't either. (laughs) Because if you gave a, a bee the ability to... 
to think on the same level we do, would they be, would it aspire to be more like us or would it be something completely different that we would have never imagined? But it seems like in Data's case, he was created to like be helpful in a way that was like, uh, he could give you like a percentage of failure or whatever. So he's there to like guide you, not be you. <laughs> so he can like tell you like, oh, this is has a fail rate of he was just Um, but you still get to make the decision as to if you want to go crazy or not what you're saying was he was c-3po with skin yeah (laughs) maybe a little less annoying (laughs) well i never really thought c-3po was annoying i always feel bad for him because no one wants him to talking ever okay can we say something now about uh the rise of skywalker uh, I mean, I think it's been long enough. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert. <laughs> and, yeah, whatever. If you're spoiled by this, guess what? The movie spoiled itself for you, so suck it. <laughs> uh, but I think the they the the small thing I'll say about it is the new characters that were added for this movie were not worth it to take away from. C-3PO and R2-D2. Yeah, why wasn't R2-D2 in it more? Well, Beth, it was the last movie. We already saw him for all those other movies. Why does he need to say, He's a beloved character, though. I'm going to say goodbye to my friends. You mean, beep, boop, beep. Beep, boop, (laughs) beep, boop, beep. And then he jettisons himself out of a torpedo (laughs) tube. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, and there was a part where they were like, I don't know, when they were talking about... Uh, breaking into C-3PO's brain to get the Sith message out or whatever, where they just are... He's like, hey, I don't think I want to do this. And they just turn away from him and start having a conversation about him and how they're going to get into his brain and how Babu Frick is going to just solder up the parts up in there and get up into his thinking parts. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, what in the hell is this? These freaking three new idiots are now going to be like, oh, excuse me, old man. Hey, listen, we got to get into this dude, man. He's got some message that we need. Well, and <laughs> he's artificial intelligence, DJ. Doesn't count as a person. Well, let's make sure he can feel pain so that he knows to be like, uh, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have agency now, and I don't want to die. Thanks, though. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he already say that, though? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, but come on, bro. <laughs> and he was yeah. like, all right. Let me take one last look at my friends. R2-D2 isn't here. Chewbacca isn't here. Princess Leia isn't here. Then Force Ghost, uh, whatever. Or no, she was still alive at that point. Princess Leia isn't here. Luke hasn't Force Ghosted in here. Anakin, my creator, my father, hasn't Force Ghosted in here. Wait, Anakin created C-3PO? Yes, he did. Oh, I didn't know that. I'd like to recommend a little movie called Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Where a young Anakin races pods and builds artificial intelligence, even though he's a dirt person. Yeah. Made of sand. Dirt person. (laughs) (laughs) He hates sand so much. Anyway. So, yeah, stop, stop it. No more AI. Just cancel it all now. Let's just focus on getting to Mars. Or All right. Well, let's talk about a different kind of AI. Oh, <laughs> Tesla. Tesla. Uh, so I saw the story about how 
these people were driving through a storm (laughs) and a tree came crashing down and the person didn't react in time, but the car did. It like stopped uh, before a tree like came crashing down on the roof. (laughs) Like it just crashed (laughs) onto the like front end of the car. Yeah. And like two separate people were in the same storm during the same time as that crash or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they were both driving Teslas and they were both saved because of that. Well, there you go. Cyber trucks for everybody. You can go to <laughs> Tesla.com right now and put down your $100 deposit on a cyber truck. Yeah, it's just crazy. Because how scary would that be? And like, if your car like takes over and is like, I'm stopping now. <laughs> like, like it's, but it saves your life. It's good, but it always makes me think of like, what could happen what if you were just on the interstate and it was like oh my god (laughs) just like locked them up yeah that's terrifying (laughs) i don't know man i did see that mattel has uh they've partnered up with tesla as well to make they're making a little hot wheels uh a little hot wheels car of a cyber truck and they're also making a They say it's hobby grade and i don't really know what that means but they're making a hobby hobby grade rc cyber truck remote control cyber truck Mm, interesting i will be purchasing one or both of those okay putting them on that bookshelf over there and i'll look at it yeah, and go probably can't the wait only cyber trucks you'll be purchasing <laughs> <laughs> i'll buy bearded ken and put him in there and be like one day that'll be me <laughs> you'll have to make a beard do they make ken with a beard i don't think so do they maybe make- they make fat barbies now <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they do. (laughs) I'm sorry, you mean real Barbies? Yeah. I mean, it is closer to real life. Uh, No. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like they don't make like G.I. Joes anymore. I feel like those would have been the only ones that had beards. Yeah, maybe. There's got to be a Ken with a beard. I'm sure it's like well manicured, but it's still there. It's like tight to his face. What are those dudes called? Metrosexuals? No. I don't think that's a thing anymore. I think that was something for like the... Hipster kin. (laughs) Hipster kin. Yeah, he'll come with a beard and a beanie. Dude, somebody (laughs) posted... I don't know why that made... Oh, hipster made me think of Waldo, which made me think of... Where's Waldo? (laughs) Which made me think of... Moshe Kasher. He's got a new special. No, I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he kind of does look like Waldo. He does have a new special too. But no, uh, somebody on TikTok put, <laughs> <laughs> they bought a Where's Waldo book, took it home. They uh, photoshopped some pieces of where Waldo was and made him disappear. And then they returned. They basically photoshopped it. I, I don't know how to describe it, but like they photoshopped a piece of the picture just the small piece of the picture where Waldo was mm-hmm. and just kind of uh, attached it to it to where you couldn't tell that there was... Is what I'm saying making sense? Yeah, but continue. You couldn't tell that the the paper had been doctored, I guess. Does that make sense? Like but if For the, what? <clears throat> so the guy took out Waldo on every page that the Waldo was supposed to be on and then returned the book to the store. <laughs> oh, okay. So you can never find Waldo. Okay. <laughs> That's mean. That is the greatest prank ever. I love that. <laughs> that is terrible. 
That is the best thing ever. Could you imagine? Like searching for hours for nothing? Those are the greatest pranks. The ones that you will probably never get to uh, really enjoy. Like you just know that someone eventually, it could be 10 years from now. Even if someone bought that book today, that book could go on some kid's shelf and be like, I'll get to it. And then 10 years from now, he'll look and be like, you know what? I remember when old Uncle Randy got me that uh, Where's Waldo book. I'm going to take it out, goddamn, and I'm going to find <laughs> Waldo. <clears throat> and he's going to look, and it's going to drive that person insane. Yeah, could you <clears throat> imagine like getting out a Sharpie and like crossing <laughs> off every person in the picture and be like, he's not here. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> I love that. (laughs) That's terrible. That's amazing. (laughs) That is super amazing. And by the way, speaking of uh, Elon Musk, Beth. Oh, yeah? You're like really killing it today on segues. Oh, really? Yeah, because... Going right off a cliff. Going right off a cliff. What were those two ladies? Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise style. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm, maybe I saved it on Twitter. There was a man who is the leader of the Flat Earth Society. Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Can I tell you, this is my favorite. Uh, Let me see here. Because they they described it as a... I mean, if you're going to go, this is the way to do it. Okay, can I just first say, Washington Post, I know you're always listening because we scoop everybody all the time and you try and listen to our show to get a heads up or a leg up. Hey, no one's going to pay for your service, okay? We're going to read the headline and then we're going to move on and you are perpetuating reading the headline and not reading the body of the article because when we go to read the article and you say you have to subscribe to read the article... We just hope we got enough information in the headline because no one's paying for it. Yeah. Sorry, dudes. <laughs> but, like, what's the point of their effort then? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Inform me. For it. <laughs> <laughs> Inform me, You're information. Like, yeah, I ran down person. the story and then I went to my real job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daredevil Mad Mike Hughes was killed when his homemade steam-powered rocket crashed shortly after takeoff near Barstow, California. And uh, obviously, I don't think the full video of him super crashing has come out, but you see yeah, the thing. Yeah, there is a video. But I know I saw the video of it taking off, and then you see like, oh, wow, it's slowing down. Slowing down. Oh, it's but going down. See, first, you see a parachute going down <laughs> alone without a person attached. <laughs> and, dude, this thing got high enough that when it was coming down, dude, I mean, the only good part of this is that guy evaporated when he hit Earth again. Yeah. Because there is. <laughs> oh, yeah. It says, like, the 60 feet. Bah, I can't even read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can't even read. Can't even read over The 64-year-old died on Saturday after a homemade rocket he was attached to launched, then crashed shortly after takeoff in the California desert. The self-styled dare... My, I cannot read. <laughs> Daredevil 
wanted to prove the flat earth theory by taking photographs of earth from a steam powered craft. Bro, can I just tell you this is a so. this is from a script this is from a thrown away back to the future 4 script. I got okay, Marty, I got my steam powered <laughs> rocket and all we have to do is get to 88 point whatever miles per hour and we'll go back to the future of the moon. Great, Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Good I'm pretty Lord. sure he found out that the Earth was flat. Yeah, he's flat. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> the Flat Mike Society. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible and sad, but... It's not sad. No, it is not sad because of what you said. Like, he went out doing the thing that he set out to do. He failed at it, but... He tried. He, <laughs> like, uh, poured everything he had into it, That w- a thing we all know is dumb, and he was like, nope. I got to prove this because here's the thing. While I am of the firm opinion that if you think the earth is flat, you are dumb. And I don't know how, if you're listening to the show, I don't know how you made it here because you're (laughs) not smart enough to do anything, let alone operate a smartphone. But somehow this guy got a rocket pack. (laughs) This guy figured out how to listen. Brilliance doesn't make a steam powered rocket. <laughs> like, but what what I was gonna say is is that uh you know how long did we say that the sun revolved around the the Earth? You know what I mean? Like right. the, we are the center. <laughs> it was yeah, like we were the center of the universe for how long? And anyone we used to kill people that said different. Yeah, <laughs> we were like witchcraft. <laughs> we would put you in prison, like, it, it, and I just mean as a, as Earth. We would be like, no, we do not accept this. You are not. No, we're the center, and that's it. So on that on on from that perspective, I appreciate what the man was trying to do. He would have failed had he survived. There was no there's no scenario where he wasn't going to be a failure, but. I don't know. I can't even say that. There is one scenario where he comes back and he's like, guys, I ran this 14,573 times. And guess what? We got it. We got the one time where the earth is flat. Yeah. Uh, didn't you post a video the other day of someone like flying around in a jet pa- uh, jetpack? <laughs> Was that real? I don't know. Because like that looks like some like Marvel superhero <laughs> type stuff. Because it looked like the guy. It looked like, if you've ever seen like the the water powered jetpack mm-hmm. where there's like a hose attached to like a backpack and you have to. I don't know. You have to be, you know, perfect balance, a per- person with like perfect balance to shoot yourself up out of the water or whatever. It looked kind of like that, but it was actually, it looked like it actually had like he was flying with it, like jet fuel. And it was first, it was just him like hovering and over he's hovering over the water. And then all of a sudden he just like starts going faster and faster and faster towards like the city skyline and then is up in the air and he is hauling ass. <laughs> Yeah, like I wonder if that's real. That's why I don't think it's real, because if it is real, can I tell you, no one cares about that. What we all care about is the landing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can hover with it. I'm sure that he can like slow down. as As fast as it showed him going, I need to see the landing. You can't, okay. <laughs> you can't show that to me and then be like, yeah, and then he just landed. You just trust us. He landed. It was great. 
Yeah. He definitely he didn't have to. He was going Mach 5. <laughs> yeah, he definitely didn't have to un, unbuckle from that jetpack and just parachute down. <laughs> the, we did. We definitely didn't make one-time use jetpacks. Not at all. <laughs> I mean, if that was real, though, it looked really cool. Terrifying, but really cool. <laughs> Dude, that is such a bad move. Like, there is no way that... We don't need seeing that is why I'm like, oh yeah, this is why we can't have flying cars. Because that thing moves so fast that if it again, if it was real, no. I, I there are too many bad drivers for us to start taking <laughs> to the skies. <laughs> and being able to fly that fast. <laughs> uh it's just a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, at least on the land you're governed to like <laughs> two sides of the road. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't always work out there either with like <laughs> drunk drivers and such, but. No, it'll be great. I'm sure they'll have some kind of breathalyzer thing in the jet where you won't have to, you won't be able to fly unless you, I don't know, they'll check your DNA. That way you can't have your, your, uh, your young child like, Hey, blow into this so the car will start Timmy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. But in other news, oh, do you have more to talk about with the jetpacks? No, I don't even remember how we got to that. But oh, the Rocket Man idiot! <laughs> like I have a video here, but I don't know if we should watch it or or listen to it. What is it of? Or can you tell me? Uh, it's like this. Well, we won't watch it. Like or listen to it, whatever. Like it's this old lady. I think she's seventy eight, and she went to this uh, basketball game. And here, let's play it. Hold on. Play it now. Play it now. Is she got some real... Uh... Miss Mary Ann, she is 86 years old and needing a new car from our friends at Cannon Motors. Now all you got to do is put that ball into that hole and win a brand new 2020. <laughs> right at the bottom of the flag. Yes, ma'am. Let's see what she's got. So she's lining up her shot, <laughs> and it's a pretty long shot. I'll tell you what, that's and looking like, good. Like it's like that's a poster really that has good. a little hole in it that she has to hit the ball through. Ah! Miss Mary Ann, oh! <laughs> and <laughs> it's a super old lady. <laughs> 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 Sound the alarms. What? So yeah. So she hit a putt like ninety four feet in a new car. A putt. That's why I was like, because when it was showing the camera panning, I was like, did she shoot a full court shot? That would be even crazier if she like jumped and (laughs) smashed the backboard. Kobe. Uh, <laughs> no, but how crazy is that? She's 78, I think. 64, I'm sorry. 78. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm reading two different stories. 64 was that guy that was uh, the guy that died from the rocket crash. This lady is 86. Mm, okay, got So oh, even okay. older than I thought. <laughs> 86 years old, hits a 94-foot <laughs> But a to putt. win a new car. So you got to say that, a putt. A putt. Yeah, it was that, a golf shot. That's why I was like, I was very confused. I was like, dude, this lady has got, I mean, clearly she goes to the gym. No. <laughs> I don't even think an NBA player. Do you think, can you hit a full court shot? Is that even, 
what would even be the use of being able to have that kind of arm strength? I don't know. Maybe if you want to climb trees. <laughs> or punch someone into another dimension. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can shoot this basketball full court. Also, I can put my fist through your face like I was stealing your heart. Like well, that Indiana Jones movie guy. Well, that makes me think of... Um, the regular show whenever Rigby was trying to do the pull-up. So he, like, orders the <laughs> thing on TV that pumps his arms up. And he fell asleep. With it on. And then his arms are too heavy for him to walk with uh, And so, he like, pull himself. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. What would you do with arms like that? Uh, I would definitely stop doing my job and I would just start, I don't know, if there was an arm wrestling circuit, I would start it immediately and win all the time. (laughs) Would you turn your hat around backwards? I would definitely go over the top every single time. They'd be like, bro, come on. (laughs) Like, nope. (laughs) Dude, we know a guy, I will not name check him, but we know a guy that arm wrestled someone and broke his arm oh my in gosh. twain. Like, what is this bone called from the wrist is to the elbow? Ulna? The wrist or, to the I elbow bone. The, whatever that bone is, our buddy was arm wrestling someone and that bone snapped. Snapped. Could you oh. imagine? I would just cry and then, I don't know, jump into a, I don't know, the ocean. I would. I couldn't live after that. Yeah, it was either the radius or the ulna. Look, man, it's the it's the guy that if he doesn't sign in before me, he's got to wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cannot. It's in half. It's poking out of the skin. Like, like that's crazy, in. though, because if you're arm wrestling and your arm breaks, like that makes me think there's some kind of structural <laughs> issues with your bones. <laughs> yeah, because why wouldn't your arm slam down before your arm breaks? Uh, because your brain is more powerful than your bones, but I would also, say. also, so is your muscles, if it's, like, holding your hand there <laughs> enough that your Dude, arm could break. I never thought about it like that. <laughs> could you imagine having muscles that are stronger than your bones? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Dude, that is horrifying. Like, by the way, haven't arm wrestled anyone ever since I heard that story. Not that that comes up anytime, really. But it's but, in there. But it's in there forever, and I'll never arm wrestle anyone. I'll, or I'll just let them win. I'm like, oh, dunk. Oh, you got me. <laughs> I'm you very sure weak. Strong. I'm so very weak. Ah, my arm. <laughs> yeah, but your arms are pretty strong. Yeah, that's don't tell people that. I'll start getting challenged <laughs> on the street. They'll be like, "You, me, wrestling." <laughs> yeah. They'll pull up a stool and be like, "Get your elbow on there." I'll be like, "But I'm not. I'm not wearing my regulation fingerless gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have my hat. <laughs> I forgot my trucker hat at the house. <laughs> How yeah. am I supposed to go over the top if I don't have my hat?" <laughs> that's crazy. Like, I don't know. I've never broken a bone. Yeah. <laughs> Knock on wood. Um, but I can only imagine, like, how bad that would hurt. I've broken or fractured, I think, all of my fingers mm-hmm. at some point. Not all at once, but just through the years. And uh, both my pinky toes. And i got to tell you, <laughs> not a fan. This is a ballet dancer. <laughs> not, yeah. Dude, you should see my pirouettes are... <laughs> Unparalleled. 
job my with those My parallel bar work is also unparalleled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I saw this other story that... I have foots like fists, everyone. Foots like fists. I meant to say feet, but I said foots, and I'm sticking with it. Okay. <laughs> my feet look like fists, is what I'm saying. Belly. <laughs> You got the flying foots of fury. <laughs> um, yep. Yes. So I saw this story and it reminded me of, was it Tommy Boy? Where, <laughs> like, this is real though, um, where they like are getting pulled over. So they get out of the car. Bees. Yeah. And there was like, oh my God. <laughs> is this the like 40,000 bees? Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. So I found that, I found that too. Tell us, tell me all about it. Okay, it says a number of first responders were sent to the hospital in Pasadena, California earlier this week after being attacked by a swarm of Africanized bees. The police and firefighters were responding to a call about a single bee sting. So they, they rolled up on the site, probably because someone was going into anaphylactic shock, and then they were attacked. Uh, could you, dude, like you're, uh, like, what was it? Well, I guess they might be back. But remember, like, back in the day, your dad had on yeah, the, like, separated garage, like, these bees. <gasps> Bro, it is bees. Like, it's funny because you think that movies, like, over-exaggerate things, and they do for the most part. But let me tell you something. I'm pretty sure My Girl was a documentary because yeah. <laughs> bees gonna kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Thomas J. <laughs> Poor Tommy J. Um, yeah, cause like they made a nest on the backside of my dad's garage and then, uh, they called someone out to come and like get them. <laughs> cause you can't just like kill them. You have to move them or whatever. And they, I think they did, but they didn't all move or they didn't all, I don't know if he did try to kill them. I have no idea, but they're still there. <laughs> I thought they, the first time around he did kill them and the guy said there was something crazy like Tens of thousands of bees that were living in there. Yeah. So. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I know the last time like we were over at his house, he had to get something out of his garage and we could hear them buzzing. <laughs> we're like, oh no. <laughs> Dude. But in this story, they said, yeah, it was 40,000. So how crazy is that? Dude. I, like, I don't know, man. Like bees. Uh, I don't like anything that stings. Like I, I feel like I may have said this before on here, but I got stung on the ear, like the top of my ear, uh-huh. by a wasp, and that was the it hurt so I'm bad. Sure. Like I forgot how bad wasp stings hurt, and <laughs> it was like hot. It was it felt like it was swelling. It was numb. It was terrible, and it just was pain. And it's like. When I say hot, I mean like it was like someone like just poured lava <laughs> onto my ear. Yeah. Yeah. Like we used to have a swing set in our backyard and like we had one of those like uh, attachments where you could put like rings on it uh-huh. or a bar. Yep. And like I used to like grab onto the <laughs> rings and like flip upside down. And then yeah. sometimes I would like flip upside down on the bar and then pull myself up. <laughs> and so I did that and I was out there like we hadn't used it for a while. And I was out there like swinging on the bar and a bee came and like stung <laughs> me on my arm. And I just like let out a blood curling <laughs> scream. And I was just screaming out there and my mom came and got me. <laughs> and then it 
it's a bag. <laughs> yeah, well, it hurt really bad. Um, and then my grandpa like put some like chewed tobacco on it or whatever, and it took the sting out. So if you get stung by a bee and you're not allergic, <laughs> if you're allergic, don't yeah. play around with tobacco. But if you aren't, then yeah. it will help. If you're not allergic, put a dip in your mouth and just say, ding. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Also, don't pull the stinger straight out. Like, drag it out. Why? I don't know. It's got, like, barbs up in it or something that will, if you stay pull in. it straight out, it'll some of it will stay in you. Okay, so how do you drag it? Like, instead of, like, I'm showing you, Beth, instead of just pulling it up like this, mm-hmm. you grab it with the tweezers or whatever and drag it like that. Oh, to the side? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's been your B tips for today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Unless you are <laughs> oh. allergic, then get your EpiPen <laughs> or race to the hospital. Uh, get your EpiPen and put it on the bee sting. I think that's what you do, right? You just... Is that what you do? By the way, I for years, Beth, years and years and years, thought an EpiPen was a a thing that you just like, you know how diabetics have the little tiny syringe that they're yeah, just like. Yeah, for insulin. <laughs> I thought it was something like that. Like, I thought you just had to like stab yourself, but I guess it's like a pill or something. It, I thought it was a, a needle. Maybe it is. I think maybe it I'm, is. Maybe I, I was, the there was something else I thought was a needle but it's not because a pill would have to dissolve and that's not going to help you on the hurry up tip untrained ipod at gmail.com <laughs> if you are a doctor uh <laughs> yeah um oh yeah that's what i was gonna say my brother stepped on a dead bee and got stung on the bottom wow. of his foot <laughs> and like here in florida like i don't know if it's everywhere but we have sand spurs <laughs> you know, like we had them really bad in our front yard so you couldn't just like walk on the grass you always had to wear shoes because they're like little thorns that have like spikes all the way around them little balls yeah balls with spikes <laughs> and they like hook onto your clothes or they'll like dig into your skin <laughs> So pretty cool, pretty cool. Florida, day. am I right? <laughs> no wonder people are going crazy here, dude. I found. I know we're not we're not Florida story centric here. I'll see if I can find it though. I I just saw the headline of it and was like, okay, because I think. Well, I'll tell you what it is, even if it doesn't turn out to be it. But I saw the headline that I saw was like. They went into some dude's house for some reason, and they found a jar that had human tongues in it. Yeah. Man found dead couple until jars of human tongues. Let's see. Cool. <laughs> yeah, jar, yeah, jars of human tongues found under home in Florida. Multiple jars under of under home. Multiple jars of human tongues have been found in a Florida home during an inspection of its foundations. Mm. The white containers are believed to have belonged to Dr. Ronald Bog- Bachman. So there's more than one. <clears throat> more container. than one container, yeah. Gross. Belonged to Ronald uh, Guy, I said, a pathologist who was working at the University of Florida back in, ni- in the 1960s and 70s. According to WCJB, whatever that means, Dr. Bogman said he was said he intended to use the specimens during additional research and stored the tongues in a scrawl- crawl space of the house he shared with his now ex-wife, Mary. The pair say they had completely forgotten about the containers being under the house. Dude, by the way, I don't know. 
like I said, I haven't read this, so I don't know if it was li- okay. They were labeled because okay, look at that. Can you see from here that no, like it just looks like dirt. It just looks like dirt in a jar. Okay, uh, so like you would never so know able to tell what it was. It says the jars are all labeled with names and dates, uh, and reportedly hold around a gallon a, a gallon of human remains. They were found during an inspection of the house, which is situated in Gainesville, Florida. Cool. Well, there you go. Was the guy still living there? Or was he dead? I don't think he died because they're saying that like they forgot it was there. You're like, why was he hiding tongues? Uh, I'm sure it was for totally normal reasons. I wonder if he's a serial killer. He's probably not a serial killer, but he's probably weird. He yeah. probably kissed those tongues Ew. with his tongue. Yuck. He definitely put his tongue on one of those tongues. I'm 100% sure of that. Yeah. Well, here's something that's kind of adjacent to that. Mm. <laughs> We're really good at this, Beth. We've been doing We're this for doing a while. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a California prison inmate confessed in a letter that he beat two child molesters to death, to death with a cane while behind bars just hours after his urgent warning to a counselor that he might become violent was ignored. So Jonathan Watson, 41, confessed in a letter to the Bay Area News Group or whatever. He said that like one of like he was, I don't know, he was in a cell that was by himself and then they moved him to a pod uh, of like cells or whatever where Mm -hmm. the people move more freely, I guess. And one of the child molesters that were in there for that kept on turning television shows that were like with kids or whatever, so like taunting the other inmates uh, of his like crimes, mm-hmm. and so I think that was his first victim. And then like after he like beat that guy, then he was on his way somewhere else, like walking away <laughs> from the crime. Okay, and saw another child molester that he knew was one, and then just beat him too. Can I tell you something, Beth? Uh, Why well, I have one very huge question. What is homeboy in jail for? I don't know. That's a great question. Because I got to tell you, Beth, I don't think it matters. I'm not okay with uh, some dude just being like, because as it turns out, it wasn't just like he saw this child molester and was mad. He was like, he kept changing the TV to a kid's show, I think, maybe. Like, was it really with kids? Was he really taunting? Or is this guy an insane person? And he just, there were, go ahead. He was a murderer. Oh, no, what? (laughs) A murderer was okay with just being like, this guy changed the channel, so I murdered him. And then I saw someone who was kind of, uh, did the same thing, but not with the TV that I just murdered, so I murdered the new guy too, because I heard a rumor. No, this guy, are we, is this article positing that we should be applauding this man, that he he carried out the justice for us? No. Is that the... I mean, I think he said that he told his counselor or whatever that he was on the verge of doing something like that, and they scoffed at it and ignored it, and then it happened. So, I don't know. Am I sad that a child molester that's still watching kids' shows (laughs) is dead? I don't know. Uh, I mean, listen, if we... I think we need to just decide as a society (laughs) what we should really be doing with child molesters. 
Because if it's just killed him, fine. Let's have that discussion. Does murderer who is alongside of a child molester get to look down his nose at a child molester? No. Right. <laughs> and like I read this other article that this priest wrote, I think he was from Japan or whatever, where he was talking about Jeffrey Epstein and how like... What a great guy he is. He's always bringing him flowers still today on February 20, whatever. No, not what a great guy he was, but how like uh, in ancient times, like what he was doing wasn't wrong. Like people took slaves and they didn't care how old they were. They would uh, have sex with them or do whatever they wanted with them. Like, and no one cared. Like it was just what it was. And like that didn't change until Christianity like took over and then people were still doing that, but they were, like, not saying it. So, basically, it took... So, what I'm taking from that is that Christianity made everyone go, oh, we shouldn't let everyone know what we're doing. We should hide this. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it was. We and shouldn't then, stop. Like, now, we should hide it. <laughs> now that, like, yeah, I mean, that's what was going on with Epstein, too. Like, he wasn't, like, out in the open with it. Um, but I mean, and now like, it seems like the tides have turned how people are like, yeah, that is wrong. You know <laughs> Those what? Those people <laughs> do have feelings. <laughs> Those people. Children. Yeah. <laughs> Children. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like, that's why I say, like, was it even a hundred years ago? Was it cool? I mean, now it's still okay to marry what you can marry. What's the youngest kid you can marry? Like 12, 15, something. I guess. I don't know. With like their parents permission or something like that. Which is weird. Why would you consent? Well, look what we were, we talked about it on the show. The actor, the green mile actor that married like a 16 year old girl when he was like 54 or whatever it was. Yeah. Well, like Uh, when you're a 16 year old girl, like everything is magical. Still, you have that, child like glow or whatever where you're like oh i'm supposed to get married and everything i'm gonna be a princess somehow going on 17 yeah so like if a mildly attractive 30 year old is like i'm here to take you away you're like (laughs) it's my destiny (laughs) (laughs) you're my density yeah exactly (laughs) but your parents idiots (laughs) well but what i'm saying is is like a hundred years ago was it, did you even need parents' permission to marry a 12-year-old? Probably not. And that's why well, I say- Well, I think so. A hundred years ago? Yeah, because like you couldn't just marry someone. Like You would have to have their father's blessing. In uh, 1920? Maybe would, well, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me in 1920. <laughs> they weren't like, okay, uh, I'm going to need your blessing. Here's this cow. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. In We're not going to call it a... Well, maybe not in America in 1920. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is like, it's the point, the overarching point uh, of this show, Not maybe, probably not of this show, but not just this show. <laughs> of my overarching point in life is that, again, in a hundred years from now, people are going to call us savages. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the the most the ones that spoke up the loudest for not having sex with kids, they're going to people 100 years from now are going to be like, "Duh. Of course. Of course you should have stopped that." But what about this? <laughs> yeah, you paid so much attention to this over here that you weren't focusing on the actual problems because you wanted everyone to know that you were thinking the right way instead of actually doing something the right way. <laughs> yeah. 
Or whatever. By the way, I'm talking crazy because in 100 years, they'll be like, and DJ was the craziest of them all. I don't know how we came across the untrained eyes, probably because it was the only show on the internet and everything else was on cassette tapes and laser discs. Yeah. But well, we're going to be like the Bill and Ted of the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, be excellent. Yeah. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, so there you have it folks you're 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 there i don't know yeah so do you want to do some trivia i do for those of you new to the show we do trivia every week why because we like to do it and i think it's a nice palate cleanser for the end of the show to just roll into recommendations and then our heartfelt goodbyes. We both prepare a speech every week to tell you all goodbye. And this trivia is a nice way of leading into that. Mm-hmm. Guys, let's bring it down a notch. <laughs> let's see what DJ knows. Let's see if I know anything. All right, let's get one of the cards. Oh, you don't want to give me a card? Extend the box over to you because I do not want to be accused of cheating. Well, you are a cheater. There was a scandal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So these are 90. I found a box of 90s trivial pursuit questions, and these are them. So, (sighs) again, if you're new, sometimes they're great, and sometimes they're just like, hey, man, here's another question about a. Japanese senator or whatever their (laughs) political structure is over there. (laughs) (laughs) Beth, I'm going to allow you. Oh, really? To go first. Well, I'm going to decline then. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then as the man of the house, I command thee to go first. All right, I'll be waiting to answer this question right here. (laughs) If you don't, you're a witch. (laughs) 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 She gave me the gout. (laughs) Beth, yes. No, never mind. Who won a 1999 Oscar playing a role Kate Winslet had turned down? Now, you would think they would give you the movie, but maybe that would be too... uh, Easy. Easy, but... Kate Winslet turned it down, huh? Yeah. I need a clue. So... I'm going to say the question again and hope that I can figure out a clue from this terrible-ass question. Who won a 1999 Oscar playing a role Kate Winslet had turned down? Now, the answer, Beth, is just the person's name. Uh, Let's see. What's like a roundabout way to tell you this? Do you know what the movie was? No. I know it was 1999. That's when these questions are from, and that's what this is saying. I will say this. Do you know any movies they were in? This person uh, has been in multiple Marvel movies. Scarlett Johansson? It is not Scarlett Johansson. This person was rumored to be uh, playing the character of Rescue at some point. I don't know who that is. I know you don't, and that's why I said it. Marvel movies. Yes. Is it someone that you don't like? I don't know. (laughs) Yes. Natalie Portman. No. (laughs) That's a great guess, but no. It's someone someone more nefarious than Natalie Portman. It's someone who is actively duping people. 
duping people. They're actively actively duping them. Selling products from their company. Oh, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. <laughs> I wonder what movie. Yeah. Yeah, Beth. You would wonder what movie. It all it's almost as if uh Maybe it was Shakespeare in love. They asked the most freaking wide open question they could have ever Hey. That was a great movie. Who almost played a role and didn't? Beth? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just say any name because they're all correct. <laughs> all right. What U.S. state's lack of racial diversity did pundit Helen Chenoweth blame on the colder climate? North Dakota. No. South Dakota. No. Georgia. No. Tennessee. Alabama. Florida. Potatoes. Idaho. Correct. No. <laughs> Utah. Use a hoe. You know that. Use a hoe. <laughs> Beth, what game system, the first to come equipped with a modem, clogged up phone lines in Europe as many purchasers got online for the first time? AOL. No, Beth. The what game system? Oh, game system. Yes. This is 1999, so think of what uh, video game consoles were coming to a living room near you. PlayStation? No. Xbox? No. You probably, you might, you might not have Dreamcast. It is a Dreamcast. (laughs) By the way, shout out to anybody who had a Dreamcast. That was one of the most underrated video game consoles uh, that ever, that I ever had. Like, I love my Dreamcast. Like that thing, it had, I don't think I ever played one. It had great games. It was it was just a good system. Like it, I feel like that system should have taken off more than it did. But like I remember seeing, like I don't know, maybe it was on MTV or what was Cribs or something. Maybe like Method Man, I think was playing it. You sure, it wasn't Red Man. It could have been. What hit video game did Sega introduce in 1991 to show off the Genesis blading speed? Sonic, blazing right? speed. Sonic the Hedgehog. That is correct. <laughs> I think that was the theme. Anyway, in a movie theater near you, what 1999 movie spooked folks with the ominous line, I see dead people? Oh, what is the name of that movie? It's called Seeing Dead Folks, the no. movie. What is the name of that movie? It's called <gasps> A Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it has Haley Joel Osment mm-hmm. and Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. But my brain is like blank. I'm like, what is it? <laughs> and it's M. Night Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. You've got all the parts there, Beth. Just now make the AI. See, <laughs> See that was a adjacent uh, thing there because Haley Joel Osment was also in AI, artificial yeah. intelligence. And he was also in The Boys. And he was for, all... he was also in Forrest Gump. Listen, I liked him in the. I like Haley Joel Osment. I like that he is still doing stuff. He's a great man. I love him. Haley, whenever you want to be on the show, you just shoot me a text. Man, what is the name of that movie? Like, I am completely blank right now. When you hear it, you're going to run out of this room. What is the first letter of the first word? T. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> is it the? <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> Man, you should know it now. The. 
Just start saying it. Start saying the stuff. The dead people. Yep, keep going. The... Just start saying anything. The Ghostbusters. What's the next one? The first letter? Man, I'm not telling you that. Tell You'll know me. immediately. <laughs> <laughs> the... Beth, I can see you. I can hear you. I like, can I touch know you. Ian wasn't in that movie. I can movie. smell you. I can... In the movie, wasn't someone like feeding a child bleach? Sure, but listen to what I'm saying to you. I can see you. The sixth sense. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're brushing me off. You're like, uh, anyway. Because you weren't listening kind of... to what I was saying. Yeah, you weren't listening to my clue. Like, uh, is it the Bleach Chronicles? What's that but movie wasn't called? That, didn't that happen in the movie? <laughs> yeah, because the lady got caught on a nanny cam. She's like, hmm. for some reason, I waited until I was in the room and put this bowl of soup on a shelf near a teddy bear and poured bleach in it. Yeah. I don't know why good. I wouldn't do this anywhere else but here but here i go (laughs) i could have poured this bleach in i don't know in the kitchen where bleach is (laughs) yeah and food (laughs) what tv talk show host signed off in 1991 with take care of yourself and each other jerry springer that is correct dude i love jerry springer i know it was good at first it was always good. Yeah, it was. It just, be, it just eventually became more and more of what it really was. Like, like weird. It was like, just, I'm attracted to meat. A weird fake thing. Yeah. And that was actually the first appearance of Lady Gaga. Mm. <laughs> it's like, I'm attracted to meat. And they were like, this will go nowhere. One meat dress later. <laughs> Beth, what holy terror of a wind-up toy shoots sparks out of her? Okay, hold on. What holy terror of a wind-up toy shoots sparks out of her mouth while chuckling, while clutching a Bible? Chuckling. Clutching a Bible in one hand and a ruler in the other. What kind of a... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to say this. Have you ever heard of it? I, no. It, it, uh, it's a very generic-sounding name. Um, I'm going to say this again because I feel like I messed up this question every time I said it. Peas and carrots, peas and carrots. What holy terror of a wind-up toy shoots sparks out of her mouth while clutching a Bible in one hand and a ruler in the other? And my hint would be, what, who, when, where, (laughs) why would be clutching a Bible and also a ruler? A nun. A nun. Now, if that nun was 50 stories tall and attacking a city, what would you call her? A giant. Yep, you'd call her a giant. <laughs> what else would you call her if you were trying to like... 50 foot nun. <laughs> yep, you would call her a 50 foot nun. Also, if you were trying to... If you were J. Jonah Jameson and you wanted a, a quick a name, you'd be like, this strikes the city. A clearly 50-story nun strikes the city. We're going to call that nun. No idea. She shoots sparks out of her mouth, almost like she's shooting fire. Godzilla nun? You're getting so (laughs) close, Beth. You said all the words, except one too many words. Godzilla? Well, okay. (laughs) It's Nunzilla. <laughs> Nunzilla. Okay, I was really close. Uh, <laughs> Godzilla. Godzilla. 
Oh, wait, it's your turn. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> you could have told me to combine the two. <laughs> well, Beth, I'm an idiot. No, I didn't know what it was. But I'm curious as to what that is. <laughs> so it sounds interesting. Super Media Bros, let us know. <laughs> what burger with 91% fat-free patty appeared on McDonald's menus for five years? A veggie burger? Is it like a mix something? It is a mix something. The McBLT. But it's like you got to think about the 91% fat-free. So Mc... McFree. No. The McFat. No. The McSlim. Close. The McDiet. The Mc... (laughs) (laughs) The McDiet Coke. No. The Michelangelo. The... Michel... Michelob. Michel... uh, calorie. Michelow fat. (laughs) It's not Michelow. What is it? You you want me to tell you the answer? Yeah, I'll never get it. The McLean Deluxe. Ah! (laughs) The McLean. That was on the thing for five years? Yeah. Oh, my God. How have I never heard of this? I don't know. That sounds like a travesty. Who wants to eat a diet burger? Bro, <laughs> you don't go to McDonald's to eat good. Yeah, I'll take a Diet Coke and a large fry. And a McLean. Get out of my face. <laughs> McLean. I'll slap you around the tooth, Ronald. But who turned over the reins of power to his hand-picked successor? Tabo Mabiki. Oh, okay. T-H-A-B-O is the first word, or the first name, and the last name is spelled like this. M-B-E-K-I. Okay, Tabo Mabiki. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He died recently. He has an effect named after him that people all seem to suffer from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, it got me. <laughs> his recent death... His recent death, uh, I say recent loosely, uh, came as a shock to people because of the effect that he... His recent death came as a shock and then sparked this effect named after him. Mandela. Mandela is correct. (laughs) Jeopardy rules apply. It's Nelson Mandela. (laughs) So do I get it? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I just said Jeopardy rules apply. What other Mandela is there? (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm what? sure there's plenty. Okay. But. What outfit did Elizabeth Dole head after resigning as George Bush's labor secretary in 1991? I do not understand the question. What outfit did she wear overall? No, not what clothes. What <laughs> outfit did she head? Like oh, what? Oh, that's why I didn't understand the question. Uh, the FFA. No, it helps people. The CIA. No. The IRS. I think of people. Is it an acronym? No. The. Clara Barton. Clara Barton. What does that mean? That's the, I think the founder of this outfit. (laughs) I think. Uh, The. What is that? What is that place where you get abortions? (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, I don't know. The uh, National Women's Movement. It's people that help. Yeah, she was the founder, Claire Burton. Women's suffrage. No, it's people that help wounded people. Wounded Warriors Foundation. Women that help wounded people. Women that help wounded people. 
like think that. Uh, like it started in. Is this some kind of a? Uh, is she a madam? Is that what's happening? No. Who? Clara Barton? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why would you think of madam? Not help people in that way. It's not a happy ending. <laughs> you said to help people and then winked. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Uh, I have no clue. I'll never know this. You will. Like, it's a symbol. It's a color and a symbol. Oh, the pink ladies. No. The pink <laughs> ribbon foundation. No. The Susan B. Komen for the cure thing. Susan B. Anthony for the cure. Susan. Is it Susan? No. Is it Ruth? No. Is it a woman's name? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Like Breast Cancer Foundation. Like the first word is a, like starts with an A, and it's representing the country. The American Medical Association. American is correct. The American. I don't know, Beth. This is like I the next like word is a color. American Pink Ladies. No. American Red Cross. There you have it. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Everyone was like, "We know it. We know it. We know it. We know it. Just say it." <laughs> like, I knew it with Clara Barton. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, Beth, you're speaking to a moron. No. What 41 year old mother of two closed out the decade by landing on People's Most Beautiful People list for a record sixth year? Read the beginning again. What 41-year-old mother of two closed out the decade by landing on People's Most Beautiful People list for a record sixth year? Mother of two. What year was it? 1999. <clears throat> Let me try and give you a hint. I need to step away from the mic. Okay. Oh! Michelle Pfeiffer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gangster's Paradise. Been spending most of our lives. <laughs> Dangerous minds. I knew. I, I didn't know if I could do the <laughs> the Angels Choir, but... Uh... <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> uh, and that's it for me, man. All right, this is the last one. What was the first R.E.M. album to spend time at the top of the Billboard charts? Uh, Corner Sitters by R.E.M. No. I don't know. <laughs> Spotlight Hogs by R.E.M. Like when you're late, you are... Out of Time by R.E.M. Really? <laughs> yeah, Out of Time. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I don't know anything about R.E.M. except for the one song. I don't know any other R.E.M. Oh, song. Losing My Religion yes. or whatever. Name but name one other song, Beth. I dare Shiny you. Happy People. That's not REM. We all know that. Yeah, it is. It's not. <laughs> I'm gonna go to YouTube right now. YouTube will tell me if there's another popular REM song. There's not. Okay. <laughs> R E M. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. Oh, I guess I do know some. The one I love. This one goes. Oh, yeah. Everybody a... hurts. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I think I put a Facebook post like 100 years ago about like sitting in traffic and that song going on. <laughs> <laughs> Man on the Moon. I know that one, definitely. Uh, for some reason, we have gone into No Doubt, Don't Speak. 
Cranberry yeah, so. Zombie. Anyway, so yeah, I guess I know all the all the REM songs then. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't say all. I know but you know all. a few. <laughs> Beth, what do you have for us on recommendations today? Please give me some of it. Mm, I mean, I don't really have. Man, one you know it's fair. coming every week. You give me a recommendation you're right like, now. You're making me feel like a failure right yeah. now. Failure. Uh, you go first. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to pressure myself into... Uh, actually, no, I'm not, because I just realized I won't have time to do it. I was going to recommend my own show, but I don't think I can. No, oh, do you have a show still? Yeah, I'm going to... It's coming back. <laughs> when? This week? I don't know. I haven't had a chance to... Like, my schedule has not really given me a lot of time to record anything and also because i planned on coming back because you're so busy with your schedule (laughs) (laughs) uh no i planned on coming back in february and then my route changed and i just between my route changing and then being on this medicine that makes me stupider that's the other thing by the way about being on that uh allergy medicine is i am i notice that i am slower like, my brain is like, oh, no, man, whatever. Like, I feel like I'm drunk, but not having had drank any. Like, I feel like I have drunk brain. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, someone will say something to me, and I'm just, like, I have to take a breath and be like, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you're sipping on that scissor. I'm sipping all up in the rip. Yeah, we were watching that show, Hip Hop Evolution. Is that what it's called? I think so. On Netflix, and they were talking about the scissor and also <laughs> like how uh they by the way only briefly though because they didn't i'm sure they didn't want to get into like who's on Lil it. wayne attempting to kill himself every six months on it is he still on it i'm sure well, i hope not but, but they were talking about the guy who came up with uh like slowed down music or whatever and how like those two things go hand in hand like the scissor which is like Cough medicine with codeine and whatever you want to mix with it to make it flavorful. So, I thought that was interesting. Uh, so, you know what I'll recommend? Uh, I heard a really good episode of the Delvin Cox Experience That's this funny. week. I pulled that up, too. Oh, yeah, well. No, we, you go ahead. Uh, it was episode 139. As of this recording, it's the last episode that came out, Conversation with Black Women. And uh, it was a really... I was like halfway through with that episode and I was like telling Beth, I'm like, you got to check this episode out because it's like uh, just hearing them talk like just about their experience of just going through work life and life in general. I was like, okay, like I recognized a lot of that conversation of stuff that you Beth have told me. So I'm like, okay, I think this would be good to hear. And in this context, because you know, uh, being like that is the thing about uh i would say a lot of indie podcasts is a lot of us are kind of like the or at least the ones that i i am interacting with uh, for the most part are kind of like our show you know what i mean like we have a group of friends we like to have fun every once in a while well we haven't had anyone on the show yet but maybe <laughs> soon uh maybe <laughs> but um I don't know. Delvin's got a wide swath, swath, yeah. swath of people that he talks to, and uh... yeah, I I thought it was a really good ep- episode too because they were talking about like black excellence because it's Black History Month. Yes, and uh, 
you can't really talk about black excellence, like you said, without speaking to black women. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was really awesome because, um, like, that's what I love about podcasting. Like, you can hear different stories from people that you don't normally have access to. So for them to come on there and, like, tell stories about how they're, like, uh, moving about their everyday lives is something that I wouldn't have any idea about unless they told me, and they did. So I thought it was really awesome um, just listening to what it is like for, like, strong black women in everyday situations. So... Well, it's funny. I, I don't. I think this might be just our only recommendation this week because of what I'm going to say next, and that is because I, we talked after we we both had ended up hearing that episode, and my feeling after I heard it was I was like, "This is why I love podcasts, and why yeah. I love podcasting, like why I like this." you know, weird group of people that we've all come to kind of know, even if it's just adjacently like Delvin and I, we don't ever talk like we're in like one of the same retweet groups, but like, I don't know. Like yeah. that was a, it was a great episode. It was a perspective that you, and he's got a lot of episodes like that, but it was just, I don't know. Maybe that just struck me because you know, I'm married to you, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I never. You mean you're not thinking about this 24 hours a day? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about all the medication I'm on. But no, it's like <laughs> okay. It's, <laughs> it's true love. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Because uh, I'm on all this medicine. <laughs> I didn't even know you're black. <laughs> Never seen color. <laughs> Very woke. <laughs> no, but it is. It's good. It's like, uh, it is a, it's a nice, it's a good high water mark that Delvin is setting for all of us. And uh, not just with that episode, but with his show in general. So yeah, I think uh, everyone should check that show out as soon as possible. Yeah, it's a great show. Um, do you want to hear the description or? Oh yeah, go for it. Okay. It says, welcome to the Delvin Cox experience, the podcast in which each week I'm on a one man mission to unite our culture through diversity. How you may ask with great interviews and conversations with people from different cultures and backgrounds. And that's exactly it. And that's exactly it folks. So, and like I said, uh, for, everything all of our recommendations all of the civilized creatures shows uh that i'll have links to everything in the description um so if you want to check out anything uh you can do it like that yeah and word on the street we might be on an episode of drinks with larry soon i might have to bleep that out in case larry's like <laughs> nah dog uh, man <laughs> I, I don't know man <laughs> i invited you but then i changed my mind <laughs> Invite rescinded. <laughs> we have, yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize there was going to be two women on the show when I invited you, so yikes. Yeah. Uh, I'm a one for one with Brian because he was a, or he is a plumber. And oh, word. I am a uh, tech. By the way, I just realized the other day, Italian plumber. That's who you're married to. Oh, yeah. M Mario. Mario. Uh, <laughs> Does that do make it. me Princess Peach? Yes. Or Daisy, whichever one you like. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, what was I going to say? 
Oh yeah. Um, they're. I probably should know this, but I don't. Uh, by the time you hear this episode, there's probably only going to be a few days left to be a backer of Culla's new album, Cultivation. And if you would like to be a backer of that album, you can go to Culla.com uh, slash 2020. That is C-U-L-L-A-H dot com slash 2020. And uh, yeah, you can see all the different tiers that he's got because I think it's for uh, like... What, like $10 all the way to... I don't remember. Send the kid some cash. Send the guy a buck or two for the love of pizza. Uh, Yeah. And if you're like, oh, this is nice, but I'd rather just check out them sweet tunes. They're all free. Yeah. So even if you want to be a a real Ebenezer before (laughs) the three guys visited him, that's fine. You can listen to all the music for free, and no one's going to judge you, especially not me at all. Sorry, I was looking over my glasses at the microphone, which I assume is you, the listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And there was something else I was going to say about that, but Beth, I forgot. So there you go. All right. I mean, he's getting really close. So it would be awesome if he did achieve the goal. Yes. And he has some like shadow backer that was like, he said he would up to 2500 bucks. The guy would match everything. So nice. basically, yeah. So he's going to make it. Yeah, he's going to make it, but and he's good and he, there it will be a world tour. Like he's going overseas to tour a little bit this year. Which for, is awesome too because that will influence his music, which is already out there. It's just crazy, man. Like it's so weird to be happy for a person that never met, never really don't really interact at all. Like he just gives his music out for free. We use it on the show. Like I found it super randomly. And here we are almost two years later. Oh, yeah. I probably should have mentioned this up top. But um, the other thing, if you have any, because this will be episode 90, Beth. Oh, wow. I don't know if you know that. That makes us 10 away from the old 100. We're almost a century old. Yeah, let the countdown begin. Let the countdown begin. So I'll start mentioning this up top probably. But if you have any questions you would like us to answer, uh, you can send those. You can DM us on Twitter or Instagram uh, untrained at untrainedipod, or you can email us, uh, untrainedipod at gmail.com. And, yeah, if you have any questions, we'll answer them. If you don't send us any, hey, maybe we'll just make some up. Tell people <laughs> we had all these listeners that sent us all these questions. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got time for that. <laughs> Yeah, so that's it. We're in the the race to 100. And actually, I think too, uh, I don't. What's we're in February, March, April. Anyway, I think we're gonna have a special surprise for our clip at the end of this week. So okay. there you go. Even I will be surprised. Even you will be surprised. <laughs> Honestly, I will. This is for this is for the super diehards that make it all the way to the end. The clips at the end are hard sometimes, and this is my thought, Beth. I'm gonna let you and everyone else in behind the scenes. Uh, the run up to Kella's new album. I think I'm just gonna let us, like, I'll let we'll alternate weeks. Like, I'll let you pick a song that you like of his, and mm-hmm. I'll just put that at the end. Okay. And just let that play. And then, uh, you know, then I'll pick one the next week, next week, whatever. And that'll lead up to whenever the album drops. And then we'll maybe play one of his songs like during the real show. Okay. 
So there you have it. Sounds good to me. Give y'all a little taste. Yeah. Of that cultivation. Yeah. 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 You won't get a taste <laughs> of cultivation, but you will get to hear some of the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you all for listening. Tell a friend for the love of Jesus, and uh, we will see you next Tuesday. See ya. So now that we're at the end of the show, we said we'd bring you some songs from Culla leading up to the new album, Cultivation. And the first song that we're going to bring you is called Helios 3, and it's from the album Colossus. Uh, this was one of Beth's favorite songs that she heard besides our theme song, obviously. So here you go. This is that song. <laughs>